you having fun? Just staring from across the room. You've got to stretch your stuff, and I'll show you just what to do now. You gotta dance, gotta make your advance, you gotta show you've got guts. I gotta move that'll make them swoop, and it's called the two-step strut. Now dance with me. Coming soon to a theater near you, it's The Equalizers, a weekly podcast for two idiots drop a cinema sibling in the lap of a perfectly content solo film. My name is Mike Noll, and I am joined, as always, by the sequel to my prequel, Madison Jones. Madison Jones, are you in good form? Baboon? Cool. So anyway, what I'm going to do right now is um, <laughs> I'm going to start a timer for five minutes, and when that timer is done, I'm not fucking talking about the movie Monkey Bone anymore. Okay. I mean, if we're doing our pitch, we can talk about it, but I'm not talking about scenes or anything in this fucking movie anymore after five minutes okay i'm gonna let you talk for most of it because i i didn't realize this was gonna be my five minute monkey bone rant uh yeah yeah here's your soapbox it's step up on it i told jackson this i can a movie can be uninteresting unfunny or bad it cannot be all three (laughs) <laughs> and monkey bone was all three it was not funny yeah. it was not good it was deeply problematic in a lot of places and just not mm-hmm. a good movie at no point it was monkey bone funny. i laughed twice in this movie and none of those jokes had to do with fucking monkey bone ostensibly one of them was mostly just brendan fraser on all fours on top of a four poster bed screaming dive 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 before he attempts to then sexually mm-hmm. assault bridget fonda mm-hmm. um the other one was the doctors chasing after Chris Kattan yelling, those organs yes. are ours or something like that. Yes. I laughed at that. That was the, anything that made me laugh about this movie had nothing to do with Brendan Fraser or monkey bone. Like Chris Kattan was very yeah. funny in this. There were some great jokes. Like there were not great jokes. There were some bits that I laughed at, but it was nothing to do with any of the parts of the movie. They wanted me to find funny. The, the Chris Kattan physical comedy bit of, uh, him like uh it's that's pretty that was pretty good that that was the only part that i was laughing it at during feels that part. like they wanted jim carrey and they couldn't get mm. jim carrey because brendan fraser is doing a third rate jim carrey impression the entire i love brendan fraser i am not trying to take a swipe at brendan fraser he is not good at that kind of comedy and that was the backbone of the back half well, of the movie well which he's is another the other thing He's playing really like not Britton Fraser role, you know, like I'm not saying he's like a character actor or whatever or like or anything, but like it, like or he's like, you know, it's like when George Clooney's in a movie, it's like, oh, George, it's not George Clooney playing this character. It's George Clooney being George Clooney in a movie or whatever, you know, like, um, do you know what I mean? World, yeah. Dream World Brendan yeah. Fraser was a Brendan Fraser type fucking mm-hmm. monkey bone in Brendan Fraser's body was not. No. And no. it's just like. It wasn't good. He wasn't good at that kind of comedy. Also, halfway through the movie, like I'm like, oh, okay, the movies he's gonna he's got to steal that pass and get out, and then he does it halfway through the movie, and then the back half of the movie is just a lot of monkey bone. Yeah, it's a lot of monkey bone. A very horrible, horrible character, and just very, like you said, deeply problematic in many ways, and just I don't know. Yeah, and. It's not Brendan Fraser's fault necessarily. It's just yeah. the character sucks. It just it's the character sucks. It's not his right? fault that the character sucks. It's a little bit his fault that he committed so hard to yes. a type of comedy he's not good at. I get mm-hmm. it, it's a job, but also like 
I think there's no shame in going, I'm not good at that. Like, is there something like different angle we can try? Poor, poor management, poor direction, poor writing. Like, yeah, there's a just, lot going on in this. It's just really bad. And like I said, yeah. it, I can forgive if a movie's bad, but it's funny or, or at least like I'm interested in an aspect of it. I can. Okay, fine. If it's inter, if it's funny, but it's not interesting or good. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. You know, but like you have to have two of the three. And this had none of the three. And I could not... I think that's why it's under my skin so much. Was It's like... Yeah. It also didn't have the decency to be 90 minutes. Like, that kind of... Maybe it was. I don't know. It was 90 minutes too long. Either way. Yeah. Yeah, it's, well, it's funny. Because you do get to the part where he steals the pass or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, like, this happened really fast. I thought this was the movie. And then there's, like, an hour left. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like, holy shit, what happened in the second half of this movie? And it turns out the worst like, movie sorry i it, the second half feels like we had all these cool ideas for bits like all mm-hmm. the horror writers whatever we couldn't find a way to make them work in the movie so we're just gonna string them together in the second half like we're being held prisoner watching them do all the bits they couldn't find an elegant way to fit into the movie yeah yeah i mean it would have been better like i don't know there's a lot of things they could have done better yeah like not make yeah. this movie uh, yeah like not make tw- this movie um the only it was 20 seconds left um you said was that what you were saying yeah i was just gonna say quickly 20 seconds left bridget fonda was great in this i like bridget, bridget fonda. fonda was great i i want to yeah. shout her out she did what she could i mean she's talked about nightmare juice which was the only part mm-hmm. of this movie that at first i wrote down to use a sequel for anyway there's like you can say what your final thoughts as well our time is up but i'm not going to uh the only fun fact that I have about this movie is that a lot of the design mm-hmm. of um, this isn't a math fact. Oh, that's uh, the uh, the design of the characters and people in downtown. Um, mm-hmm. It's called downtown, right? Mm-hmm. I got that right. Yeah, um, were kind of based off the works of Mark Ryden. As okay. an, he's an artist, um, and the only reason why I'm familiar with Mark Ryden is because I worked a show. Uh, of a ballet that was designed after his work mm. if you can imagine that like after watching this movie um it's pretty pretty wild um sure. like he's a he's a great artist great like you should look him up if you have the chance it's kind of mm-hmm. very stylistic very similar to what the downtown people and aesthetic is well i can't comment because the five minutes are up and as i said once the five minutes were over unless we're pitching i'm not talking about the monkey bone anymore yeah. um so that does lead us into I didn't bring any tomatoes uh, or letterbox reviews because I didn't want to, but I do have for you, Madison, uh, to to inject some light comedy energy back into the show. Mm-hmm. Some of the you can see the photo ones. There are words that don't translate or things that okay. just based off of the title. It's pretty. These are gimmies. So I thought I'd string together some light gimmies just for fun to get some okay. get some good energy going. I'm pulling um, up the equalizers list of episodes because you know you said they're gimmies, mm-hmm. but maybe uh, not. I'm also amending the rules a little bit. Of you can see the photo, especially for this one. Um, there will only be one photo, but you have to get all three right to see the photo. Mm, okay. Instead of three photos, trying to look for three photos of quote a cool duck ended up not really getting me as many results as you'd think. Uh, that yeah. weren't a duck with sunglasses very badly photoshopped onto it. Okay. Uh, so our first one, Madison, and, and really channel our list for this to see if you can remember what this movie's going to be. 
Baby Worm Club 2, Baby Wormside, Mrs. Bartender's Worm Time. Uh, Babysitter's Club 2, Mrs. Uh, Hoberman's Time Worm. That is correct, yes. Baby Worm Club 2, <laughs> Baby Worm Side, in parentheses, Mrs. Bartender's Worm Time is... I was almost going to say Boss Baby, but then uh, when it got to Mrs. Baby, what was it, Mrs.? Mrs. Bartender's Worm Time. Okay. Which, the Babysitter's Club 2, colon, the edge of babysitting, in parentheses, Mrs. Haberman's Time Worm. Somehow we got the word worm four times in the new title don't know how that worked out um the next one i entered jupiter <laughs> if you get this i will be extremely impressed this one wasn't a gimme this was just one of the dumbest funny ones that we've had so i long. entered jupiter so there's no two or anything um uh Okay. Mm-hmm. Snowpiercer. That one is Come Monday. Come Monday. Mm-hmm. I entered Jupiter. I guess Monday. I, I can't is... stress how much don't attempt to make sense of this as I'm going from like English to Spanish to Yiddish to Welsh to Hindu to mm-hmm. like Maori. Like there is no like well, actually. It, but I, I want to follow the thread, right? Like, enough. Yes, Aunt. Um, I don't know what day Monday is supposed to be based off of what God. It's probably something to do with pantheons. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like maybe it has something to do with um, the gods or something that the days of the week were after. So that's how it got to Jupiter eventually. Um, come enter. I mean, come Monday, come to the day of, etc. Sure, sure, sure come to would be enter into i i mean that's likely the way it is just the way vocabulary works but yeah come monday translates after a bunch of translations to i entered jupiter all right madison well we can you know well amending the rules again two of three gets you the photo okay that sounds fair this is last one go back to the office hyphen unless everyone has a plan Go back to the office unless everyone has a plan. No, go back to the office hyphen unless everyone has a plan. Okay, where do we put a hyphen? I don't remember any hyphens in any of ours. Um, Okay, I I can't look forever. Um, Office. Office, office. Um, Detective Pikachu. That one is return to Mayberry, saving people, hunting things. Is there a hyphen in that? Nope. What? <laughs> Where the, what the hell? Translate? You just didn't turn hyphens into our translated movies? Um, How dare you? I do want to shout out. I had two for Babysitter's Club. The other one was Baby Worm Club 2, The Edge of a Baby Worm, in parentheses, Mrs. Haberman's Worm Time. Um, hell yeah. I decided Mrs. Bartender's Worm Time was a better... Baby Worm side was also very funny to me. So. Uh, Mrs. Mrs. Haberman's Worm Time is the mobile game we release <laughs> with Babysitter's Club 2. It's like Candy Crush, but there's worms. God. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> okay. Anyway, that's the end of You Can See the Photo. Unfortunately, uh, you nor the prequels are going to get to see the photo this time. But we'll come back to this bit as we go. Some of these were ones where I, I knew, like some of the words aren't going to translate. Yeah. Um, 
surprisingly Ragnarok doesn't really translate across the board. It's so. just Ragnarok. So there are some where they're going to be easy. I figured this would be a good way to put in some of those, but also bring the energy up after my my monkey bone tantrum. That's cool. Anyway, Matt, um, so I I'm so hungry for like some podcast fair food. Do you know where I could get like an audio elephant ear or they 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 have uh, some um, wave files on a stick over here. <laughs> deep fried waves. Deep fried waves over here. Um, uh, here in Madison's Carnival of Bits. Do you like how I'm trying to segue more into your bits now? <laughs> yes. Yeah. We need. I, I need to eventually make a song. Or just pull oh, a song or steal we'll a song. Ourselves when... we'll, we'll, we'll work on something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but today, um, I hope you got your spreadsheet out. I hope you got your calculator out. Because um, we're returning to one of my favorite games. It's becomes becoming my favorite games. Um, uh-huh. Next to next to uh, a more like this is Ka-Ching-A-Ding-Ding. The success in cinema assessment of assets. So to remind everybody, um, what this game is is that I I look up when the movie that we're doing in a given week uh, was in theaters, and then I look uh, up what other movies were in theaters at the same time, and Mike has to guess which one was the made the most in the box office. Uh, there are three movies, one of them being Monkey Bone. Um, than another two this week. So, with that, and I also have a bonus point. Ooh. So I could earn two this week. I'm in a slump, so I could use the the boost. So, um, this is not ruining anything. This is not ruining, like, giving you sure. anything away. Monkey Bone was a horrible what? box office flop. How, however, could this have failed? And it was in theaters at the same time as a bunch of other movies that okay. didn't really do well. Um, I see. So it's well. just a bad day. Bad day. Okay. It was also released on my birthday in 2001. <laughs> so February 23rd, 2001, that is when Monkey Bone was released. So with that being said, I'm going to give Mike the budgets. I'm ordering gonna, them by box office, though. Correct. Ordering them by box office from. Did we do least to greatest or it does, greatest I mean, to least? I, it doesn't yeah, matter. Whatever. I, yeah. I typically go from greatest to least, but it's six of one. Okay, cool. So, with all that being said, 3,000 miles to Graceland, budget $62 million, saving Silverman, hmm. budget $22 million, Monkey Bone, budget $75 million. So, a la a spelling bee, could you give me a brief synopsis of 3,000 Miles to Graceland? Because I'm unfamiliar. Yes. So, it is Kurt Russell and Michael Keaton. I actually haven't seen this movie, but I did look up a little bit about it. Um, so, it's Kurt Russell, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton um, Courtney Cox is in it as well. And it's about, um, it is Elvis week in Las Vegas. Okay. And um, this group of five Elvises go to Elvis to commit a heist. It's kind of like Ocean's Eleven, but Elvis's. Sounds kind really of. dope, actually. I know. We're going to do this movie because it it really does sound pretty awesome. Um, hmm. 
Okay, well, saving Silverman, but culturally zeitgeist-wise, I knew about that movie, even though I'd never seen it, and I was not its target demographic. Um, I'm going to say highest to least, you already have them in the right order. So 3,000 Miles to Graceland, followed by Saving Silverman, Monkey Bone. I'm going to lock that in. I think the star power of 3,000 Miles to Graceland and mm. the premise would be enough to draw in enough people opening weekend to put it um, put it on top. I am sorry. Damn. But uh, it would, you would have to flip Saving Silverman and 3,000 Miles to Graceland. I mean, I was in under no delusions that Monkey Bone was at the bottom of that stack, but... Okay. Here's the bonus question. It might not be that hard. Which made the most money net? And I'll give you the number, the budgets again, if you'd like. Remind me what uh, Saving Silverman's about. Uh, what it, what the movie's about? Yeah. I, from what I remember, and I, this, I there's also Orange County, which is a similar movie, I sure. think. They both have Jack Black in them. But I think it's about Jack Black... And his friend trying to save his best friend from getting married to a person that they don't like. Then I'm going to say Saving Silverman made the most, mostly because it it has a movies like that have a small enough budget that even like a tepid opening weekend probably mm-hmm. turns a good profit. So I'm going to lock in Saving Silverman made the most. Got it. You are correct. Yes. It made the most money and is the only one that was profitable out of all Damn. three of these. Um, uh, net gain for 3,000 miles to Graceland was negative 43 million. Um, net, net gain for Monkey Bone was negative 67 million. Just huge. It only made 7 million at the box office when its budget was 75 million. Horrible. Anyway, yeah, um, I know I know teen comedies like that usually have a small enough budget that and like having to rent out like Vegas space for 3000 sure. miles like that alone, regardless of the star power that alone had to 3000 miles to Graceland is also apparently a very um, um, from what I was just reading, it sounds like a violent movie. Uh, like there's like blood, blood as well. And like people die, I think so, gotcha. um, which is also wild to think about we have we have to watch this yeah we have to watch this movie it's uh well maybe maybe this one be next week maybe if not we're at least putting it on the list um yeah cool well well, i didn't leave the i didn't leave the carnival totally empty-handed i got a little uh podcast goldfish in a a bag of water yeah 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 exactly Uh, i'm gonna name it silverman graceland (laughs) i'm gonna name it uh, uh, uh-huh. fucking uh, uh-huh. I don't know. Let's go. <laughs> I was gonna do another audio joke, like I'm gonna name it "Normalize Normalize Volume" or something like that. I'm gonna name it um, "Noise Reduction." Noise reduction. That's what I was trying to think of. That that um, that phrase. Cool. Yeah. So we're at 20 minutes. That's pretty good. All right. I'm yeah. gonna start our timer for 30 minutes now cool so the only three things i have written down and the third one is the one that i think we should lean into because it could be pretty fucking wild 
Uh, I just wrote down the Onirex, the Nightmare Juice, as a thread mm-hmm. we could pull at. Um, I wrote down Justice for Kitty, the cat lady who uh, like, got left behind to Rose save. McGowan. Yes. And then the third idea I have written down is just Silmarillion. Um, the only thing about this world, as you mentioned, that I found remotely interesting was downtown and or death's like realm. Yeah. Like, how did that get here? And I was then thinking mm. about another famous how did all this get here book now to be an Amazon uh, television series, The Silmarillion by J.R.R. Tolkien. And it seems like distinctly our buckwild bullshit to just absolutely like Tolkien level mythologize the creation of the dream realm, downtown, death, all of that. Yes, I'm saying that one. I think that's I think that's going to be the fun one. Um and we get to bring back Whoopi Goldberg, um, mm-hmm. who can play, um, or we could get a young, like we could cast young. And, I say we cast um, young. Yeah. Or even um, like, because like in the Silmarillion, the first time I read it, the only time I've read it all the way through, but the first time I read it, one of the things that kept me turning pages was like, when's like Elrond going to show up? Like when are, like I'm excited mm-hmm. to get to the part where it's the people I know. So we could even start farther back in like death or the dream god whose name i don't remember giancarlo esposito's character um, yeah um no it wasn't it wasn't chronos that was the name of that's the name of a god but but uh stuff like that like when they show up could be an interesting thing um to that point there downtown does have the feel sort of of a wild west town so we could lean into that aesthetic if we wanted Mm -hmm. of like creation Uh, stuff hypnos hypnos yes um, so like Hypnos and Death and all that, they might not show up right away. We could do a whole lore backlog first. Mm-hmm. Um, but that would be uh, that was my idea. Yeah, I like that idea. Um... So our first official, not from a trilogy. I think this is our first prequel. I think this is our first prequel right like we've never done a 26 episodes in we finally did it well yeah because we were gonna go from after yeah Monkey there's Bo- nothing I don't, know. I don't care about any of those characters enough to continue their journey i'd rather go back yeah. and like ex- deeply explore the beginning the creation of mm-hmm. this world yeah um so like the silver i'm gonna use the Silmarillion as a template just for questions to come up with ideas typically we begin with in the beginning, the universe was created, which is Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. But still, is it like this place has always existed and a god came forth and breathed a world into it? Like, you know, I know in some mythologies, it's like the world just was there, but nobody lived mm-hmm. on it. And then a god created life or there's somewhere they create the world as well. So what are we thinking for the... Opening? What if what if we... Um at the beginning life and death were created mm-hmm. um life was given um the uh like the, the area on like the mortal world or whatever and death was given um this blank space um and maybe that they could be like life and death are sisters or Ooh, they they're okay. siblings um and they have there's a parental figure of the universe or some sort of galactus type god or something like that you know like Mm -hmm. uh, um that is like the parental figure and so um maybe it can be a sort of competition between the um 
the mortal world and then death. And that's why so much of downtown in the realm of death or whatever is like it is right. You know, like is mm-hmm. so vibrant and like sort of, um, what do you mean by competition unique. of like who can do the I, best job, who can make the coolest world? Is it, I guess maybe who can make the most appealing place, I guess, or something like that. Like, like, they are competing for more for the souls of 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 people or something like that so like um yes so like attention or mm-hmm. um loyalty like do people because like you know in your dreams you can have more fun and more cool things happen typically than in mm-hmm. the, the waking world but you know in the living world there's actual like sensations and experiences yep i like this that they're competing for loyalty maybe we can have some kind of like the other god like when we open it they have like a scale and the idea is like who can mm-hmm. who, who's gonna win it's not a battle of life and death it's more of just like a popularity contest of life and death what if um what if it's sort of like um i said galactus before but let's go to like thanos mm-hmm. maybe like um like the sisters of um um Gamora, Gamora and Nebula, ne- Nebula, mm-hmm. sort of. There's this constant competition between them, or whatever. Maybe, whatever that god figure is, is like putting that, setting them up against each other, and maybe uh, is making a bet. Is is trying is maybe they're like trying to like. Let's get even more Shakespearean and go like mm-hmm. King Lear in a way, where okay. he has two daughters and is like one of you is going to have to take over as mm-hmm. king god or whatever and so god. they maybe they struck out on their own like he didn't tell them to mm. do this it was like great we'll prove like i'm going to go into the i'll go out and i'll create life fine i'll go out and i'll be death the idea i think death's idea being like even all the all the people you make are just going to die mm-hmm. eventually so i get them then i get them yeah. for longer like eternity essentially yeah uh, and so the downtown maybe naturally sprung up as like a work, like a like a work town, like a mill town. The mm-hmm. idea of like, um, yeah, there's death is big. Death is a big business, so we're going to construct a town around it because sometimes there's bleed out, like nightmares. Sometimes um, souls get there, but they're not dead, mm-hmm. like comas, like that kind of thing. Uh, the jail cell where Stephen King is there because mm-hmm. sure and um stuff like that so like the idea of downtown it's like the mill town yeah yeah um well maybe like the idea is like uh death thinks like oh i i i I obviously win or i obviously am like Mm -hmm. more successful because i get these people for eternity but maybe because it's eternity people the souls eventually get you know I don't know if mutated or like become the people that they are Ooh. like, like it's like, it's like, yes. Oh, Oh, it's like, Oh, people are themselves up on the surface in the waking world during this set of time. But when they come down here, they are whatever they're, they be, they are, they become whatever their, I don't know, sins were, or just like, like, no, I think I like it's this. kind of like, yeah. like, or whatever their, 
regrets were or or whatever yeah, it is i don't know their yeah. psyche whatever their psyche yeah like regrets sins all that i love that that's so yeah. good so that's when maybe hypnos rolls into town like they've got this bustling mill town of mm-hmm. souls and everybody there's like what do we do and so hypnos the god of dreams in this world or whatever is like mm-hmm. this is the perfect place for me to rock up yeah and yeah. start and start peddling wares and like again it, this does feel like a wild west town of like the saloon guy it who does. rolls in owens a saloon and then a brothel or whatever and now he's like the fucking high king of the town even though like he's not mm-hmm. mayor or anything like he just runs the entertainment game maybe like a uh, death and hypnos strike a deal or something of just like because death like realizes like oh yeah i get their souls but they become these representations of whatever they mm-hmm. were on the surface and you know, it's, it's a like, place where she can dump the people who have been there too long and mm-hmm. now look like that and she doesn't want to yeah. like deal with them anymore or whatever it's yeah. like they come through the realm of death and then she's like okay great now we have them i need a place to put them there's downtown hypnos is kind of doing me a favor i can run the business yeah. i can like win I can like, you know, whatever, marshal my armies or however we need to decide, I guess, like what's the end game for life and death of like, mm-hmm. cause if she gets some, you know, more people for longer, is it just a numbers game or what's the, yeah, I think that's like the win condition, um, I guess. Yeah. And I guess we got to figure out like what, what, cause I like all this setup, and I think this is like a lot of the mm-hmm. thing, but like, what is the end goal that well, is different yeah. from the first movie kind of, at least like, I mean, this like, isn't going to be a standard movie like we've done before. Cause it is just like, I don't think there's a main character. We're pretty much watching like the world is the character. Mm-hmm. We're watching it it's like, grow, like grow and change and mold into the world we see in monkey bone. Yeah. Um, Finally, okay. Madison, we've given you the movie you've always wanted where the world building is the, the movie. I know. Yeah. And I wish my heart was in it. <laughs> oh. No, but um, <laughs> um, but no, I, I'm I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, I'm just trying to think of like, what is the wind condition? What is the wind condition? Let's then let's maybe do this, because I think this is one of those problems we run into where we find the answer by going back sure. and like restructuring a little bit. So let's start again at the beginning. We kind of have the bones down of how everything comes up. So we start with death and life. Who plays that? Who plays them? I'm bad at words today. Uh, are you familiar with Michaela Cole? Uh, I never recognize the name. Let me pull up a picture. I'm sure I'll yeah, yeah. be able to recognize her, but uh, while I'm doing that, continue with your thought. I was thinking maybe her for uh young death. Um, or she could also play the sister of life. Um, okay. Um, yeah, let's have her as young Whoopi. That works. Yeah. I'm just like looking at actresses that are in their 30s. I have an idea. What was her Bonnie, name? Bonnie Wright. Oh, um, um, shit. What's her name? Freema Jemin again. It's been a while. You know, I'm always down to put Freema Jemin in something. Um, I'm looking at um an actress her name is leslie ann brandt she is mazikine in lucifer if you've seen that at all have you seen new girl yes um i maybe hannah simone i think she'd be cool hannah simone okay Mm -hmm. that's good Uh, um so we open on them like 
maybe we open on them parting or something, or we can do like a whole like silent montage of like King God uh, and like both of them. He's got like a scale or something like, I don't know, but um, they move. And so what does, um, what does death do first to like, cause she's got this infinite void. Like, I think we see life walks out onto the earth where it's like, Oh, it's a solid place of like a material realm. I think I think it's I think it's kind of like a funny thing of like of um where somehow death gets first pick between the between the realms and uh that is like oh yeah I'm going to take the infinite realm of course I am that's going to be that's a that's of course I'm I have so much room to do whatever I want there mm-hmm. right and um and like has a big head about it or whatever. It's like, oh, I win automatically. This is the best place right here. And um but then there's so much limitation to it, right? right. Of being there and also have any infinite there's space no to do there's no like. direction, right? You know, where uh where life goes on the earth's surface or the the mortal realm where there's stuff to cultivate and harvest and to like make um, something then yeah. i like the idea at the beginning because we can use this for some light character stuff in our mm-hmm. lore here um death they're not life and death until they choose Got so they're, it. The, they're the two sisters king god's like you're going to go out and you're going to create your own kingdoms or you're going to go out into the and now and and be your own entities whatever and one day one of you will take my place and we'll see maybe after you've created who has earned it or who deserves it or who would uh-huh. be the best for the job etc now choose would life or death and then that's so like the idea being now death can have a thing of like i was cheated or i she tricked me or something like that but yeah, it's like yeah. it's not you were born death here you go here's your infinite void or you were death here's the world it's like we don't know who you're going to be until you choose life or death I like the infinite void being like directionless though. It's like, yeah, infinite space. Yeah. Y- yes, please. Thank you. And it has the word infinite in it. Yeah. And then she gets, I she's win. Like, I, so I guess over there I could put a, well, maybe about, or, and life goes on. It's like, yeah, cool, yeah. I'm going to go pick some apples. Like it's like immediately yeah. like there's prompts or things to do there. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think that's a very good. Yeah. It's so good. Um, this is going back a little bit, but yeah. like, um, this realm realm god that is their parental figure um um this genderless realm god i think they um yes i almost made i made mike spit take cherry dr pepper Mm-mm. um oh sorry is it net cola is it, o. oh i'm sorry it's cola o my favorite brand of cola even if it's not like the best tasting it's it's good. I mean, it's Kroger brand Coke Zero, but it's Cola Cola O O H exclamation mark. Cola O is the worst fucking off brand thing I've ever seen. Uh, like, yeah, but it's also seventy nine like, cents for a two liter bottle. I'm just no, not like I bet it tastes just fine. I just think that that's the like the worst off brand name I've ever seen. It's amazing. Um, you know, you're talking about um, the gender neutral realm god. Yeah, gender yeah gender neutral realm god um who maybe that's what they do they create realms and they've had a lot of success with it like in the past or whatever like they create other realms like and everything i want a god emmy for this realm 
Yeah, I've I've won many awards for my realms. I have a god um, egot. Yeah, I came in second in the year three million nine, um, but that was an off year. I was taking some personal time for myself that year. I had diarrhea um, for that whole millennium. <laughs> anyway, uh, um, I do, like and that's why we have the stars. <laughs> Okay, so, wow, we're really going back. This might be a longer one, uh, or this will be fun for you to edit. Um, they are sisters who approach this, like, realm maker mm-hmm. that they want to oh. be gods. Oh, So okay. we have a third ethereal realm where, like, god deity-type entities live, mm-hmm. and they approach the realm maker that they want to have, like, they want they want them to create something for them. And it's like, well, you can't both rule the same realm. That never works out. Mm-hmm. But we can do like a binary realm where one feeds the other and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Like a yin and yang. I, I know that's like life and death is traditionally like the yin and yang kind of thing or a yin and yang kind mm-hmm. of thing. The idea being like it's a cyclical system. And they're like, yeah, this is great. And so it's like the mortal world will feed the realm of death, obviously. But this infinite void of death also has dreams and nightmares and like the ethereal pleasures that life mm. can't bring in, uh, you know, inspiration, creativity, yes. things like that. And so like that one is so things mm-hmm. it's, it's the, the people from the living world access that world for inspiration to give uh, mm-hmm. enjoyment and to create new things in their exactly. life. Yeah. So, Life brings a steady supply of mm, souls yes. to death. Death provides the dreams and the inspiration, the creativity that help make life more beautiful. Yeah. And I think we can kind of distort that because monkey bones much more about nightmares. Mm-hmm. Maybe over time death gets caught up in the bureaucracy of yeah. the souls because at some point, like they start out, it's like, you know, 10,000 people across the world in like tribes, like cavemen, all of that. But by the time we get to like, you know, the 1700s, it's like millions of people across the world. And it's like death yeah. wars start bringing in just like huge, there's the paperwork. It's just death becomes yeah. business. I think, I think about that. Like it's sort of like the Beetlejuice thing, right? Like mm-hmm. the afterworld is like, it's like offices and stuff. And there are like, like lawyers and paperwork and, you know, it's just, uh, and facilitators and stuff like that like and it's just like becomes a little like the back end of life and death is all paperwork and like a lot of litigation and a lot of this stuff like she she ends up be or death ends up being more of a like middle manager sort of thing or something rather than an actual person with power i like yeah. the idea with that uh i think we start out and we see death like in their realm and and kind of like um aimless like every so often like i think it's we have like that black void like downtown is but it's just like an office like like the floor of an office with a desk and death is just like sitting there waiting for like a, a paper to appear it's like oh okay somebody's gonna have a dream uh and she comes up with a dream and sends it off but then as more people come in it becomes like or as more people die, she starts having to deal more with death than with dreams. And so as death becomes more mm. of the, like a business or a factory, if you will, she starts delegating 
So at first yeah. she was the god of death. She handled dreams. She handled nightmares. She handled inspiration. And it's like, okay, uh, yeah, Hypnos, you're new. You're now in charge of dreams. That's your thing forever. Like you're now in charge of dreams. I'm delegating this responsibility because I have to. Like, there's death is just taking up too much time. So at I first, think death she, was all this, of it. This is so funny. Yeah. I, I love this. Like um, this sort of like organizational chart of the death. The, of the, mm-hmm. like of of like the it's like it's it's like she got into the business she she got into the business to do dreams and doing this stuff that she loves that she's passionate like about of, of yeah. like all of it like and then maybe at one point she's just like oh i'm gonna move away from being death and i'm just gonna do dreams and stuff like that so the person she puts in place to do death stuff Ooh. just is bad at it like and maybe yeah. that's where some of the story comes in mm-hmm. a little bit of like there's another person who comes in that we can make up or we it's yeah, yeah. another character the but, pale writer yeah um that'd be cool like it's like um oh yeah you're you're in charge of death and it's like this person who creates these like fucking like i don't know like you get like some like death figures throughout history or something like Mm -hmm. that like um like the pale rider or like the grim reaper or Mm -hmm. like um maybe that's why ghosts exist now or something like that like interesting um like maybe they they mess something up and they uh accidentally make an in um and yes um an un um an unfixable leak into the realm um and like when that happens and that's where you get ghosts and um like i don't know if we want to get like zombies or anything like that but like i it's think like, ghosts but is like, probably a, a level high high enough yeah yeah we don't need to get super supernatural but like because this person mishandled the management of death there was a leak created and that is why the living world has ghosts and spirits and stuff like that i would say phantoms um alternately just throw the idea of death trying to do everything she wasn't paying attention mm-hmm. to mm. the souls and the leak thing happened because that's great an unfixable mm. leak is great um i'm thinking if she hands over the power of death which i think maybe this happens because what i want to use um whoever she puts in charge of death instead of her there's like a fight that's one of our big comics because that's how she loses the eye oh okay so i think my pitch would be she is trying to do everything and isn't paying attention to the actual pressing business of death because she's like i that can wait i got to do dreams over here now or something like that mm-hmm. and then there's the leak and she's like okay i can't do all of it and i don't want to just do death so in the whole movie her name isn't death um until at the very end so she's like great uh pale rider you're in charge now like you just handled mm-hmm. death that's all you're gonna do that's your job now and um they do badly or they start like maybe we do get into like a little bit Mm. of monsters and stuff they're like exceeding their brief and so she's like okay well now i gotta stop you and there's like a duel or something and that's how she loses the eye and that's the point where she's like okay i i have to do this then like yeah there can be a sub story here um Mm -hmm. with hypnos as hypnos is maybe her 
eager and overzealous assistant mm. throughout all this and like while she's doing everything um and then so when she realizes she has to only manage the death account right mm. um that is her sole account that she can do um she hands it to hypnos who is eager to do it and becomes the kind of person that he is I think movie. maybe Hypnos, I like the eager PA. I think he's also the like Jafar, like serpent in mm. the ear. He's he's angling for his own slice of the cake. Yes. And so maybe he's exacerbating things to the point where it's like, okay, no, you yes. know what? You're so right. You should just focus on death. I, you know what? I'll handle dreams. You just focus on, and now it's like, okay, mm. now I've got my fingers in the pie, and I'm my own little king here. What if, what if we make him a little? What if we, what if we make him a little trickster? Ooh. Is what I was about to say. Um, and he, um, he, once she moves over to dreams and is handling that and start trying to focus on that, uh, he sees his opportunity to mess the system up a little bit mm-hmm. and the person the pale the pale writer who sure. is it, it is the pale writer played by um, doug who jones. We can cast, played by doug jones um and he maybe he's doing an all right job he could be more efficient mm-hmm. but then hypnos fucks with his stuff a little bit hypnos causes the leak hypnos causes the leak mm-hmm. um and uh n- Maybe because he's trying to take power or maybe he's just trying to screw um, death over or something like that so he can take over. But that could be part of the origin story of like why things are the way they are now. I think the pale writer needs to doesn't treat death like a business, which isn't Mm -hmm. like wrong. It's like a party. Yeah, it's kind. Yeah. Or maybe. Yeah, maybe it is like a hotel or a party or something. But the idea is that hypnos fucks some shit up for him and then it's like man i like there's no paperwork i don't know there's not a roster there's no documents like he's the one who seeds the idea that death should be run like a business Mm. and then death like it's like okay yeah sure like that makes sense i'll let me get on that and then it's increasing like you know what you handle dreams i can't this is what i have to like death doesn't have to be run this way but hypnos with his fuckery kind of seeds the idea that it does and that's what ultimately leads to it being run that way so he can now just have dreams and and nightmares and stuff that's good i love it uh we have just about five minutes left and i want to talk about um the pale rider because i I do think that because of the treachery of hypnos um death and the pale rider fight and Mm. that's how death loses the eye um okay but it's also because uh, this is ultimately a tragedy. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, what if uh, part of the um, I like this like leak, you know, into mm-hmm. um, and um, what if like the pale writer in this thing is like cast to be like a spirit in the mortal realm or something like that as punishment mm. or something like that. And then he, he becomes like some mythic sort of like ghost, right. Sure. Or something like that. Um, and is maybe like a harbinger of death or something on the mortal realm or something like that. Or um, maybe he is what, um, maybe, maybe. 
Okay, so I have a dumb thing. I know we're be calling him the Pale Rider, yeah. but he could be called Omen. And he is, when he gets thrown into, through the leak into the mortal realm, he is omens. He he is a bad omen. He causes bad omens within That's the world. really good. That are the sign that death and destruction are about to happen or something bad is about to happen. Let's... I like that a lot. I have an idea also then, because I, I, it wasn't a similar idea, but this can play into your idea. Instead of them fighting, she like casts him out, but he is, we'll do a whole thing where he's like sightless or something like he, he in death, he doesn't, doesn't matter. He can operate perfectly. She gives him the eye so he can see when people are going to die to cast the omens. Mm, okay. I was going to say, yeah, and we can do something with that the idea that I have is he retreats to the mortal realm to be a harbinger of like bad omens and like put omens because he hates her. He wants to warn people. That's better. That's better. He, he, he wants to warn people that something is about to happen, bad about is about to happen. So they should avoid whatever they're doing. So they don't die. Thus preventing them to go to death. So she and omen fight. He steals and, her eye. Yeah, that's good. Or yeah, or yeah, that's good. I, I think your idea is No, yeah, he steals her eye so he can see death coming. So mm-hmm. he can warn people. Yes. Holy shit. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's we're that's doing it, it Mike. That's the we thing. did it. Uh we did it. Shit. Holy shit. With forty five seconds left on the clock. I almost don't want, I don't want to, I don't want to say anything else almost. Yeah, no, I think done. that's pretty great. Um unless we want to cast um young G- Gino Caro Esposito uh, yeah. or and uh, uh, and Glover. Omen. Donald Glover. Okay. Um Omen, and we can then... keep Doug Jones. I mean, cuz I imagine oh, sure. I am when I said the pale writer, I was imagining a tall, gangly, pale white guy, mm-hmm. which I mean, Doug Jones, that's like half of his resume. Again, not in a bad way. That is mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen like I think and I'm actually episode they put up a bunch of Doug Jones characters yes. and 90% of them were just tall gangly pale white people yes. um, but if Omen's going to be more of a character then maybe we could go with another like with an actual actor well with a celebrity face as opposed sure. to I mean Doug Jones is a real actor like I yeah yeah um, um I kind of like Doug Jones um sure. I, I'm always down for Doug Jones. One Ball State alum, I'm pretty sure. Sure, sure. And also, and also the name of my dad. That's true. Oh yeah, we'll just cast your dad. Your dad can play. Oh, yeah, just cast my dad. Hi, Mr. Jones. Uh, hello, hello, Mr. Jones. I mean, Dad. <laughs> Great. So uh, the only thing left to do then is what do we call it? Name it. Um. On the origin of monkey bones. On the origin of Monkey Bone. I yeah, will say, um, the last scene, which I don't want to take away because that's amazing with Omen. The last scene, I think we do have to have Hypnos now setting up downtown. And oh, sure. He's got his kingdom, and he's like, all right, where should we start? And as he looks in, like, a whatever that glass orb thing, we see Brendan Fraser, like, his younger self, whatever, like, writing, drawing Monkey Bone and, like, being... Yeah, like, yeah. That's just the, the small connective tissue that we need to throw in to... Yeah. Um, to make it... But anyway, yeah. Um, 
Um, I'm so happy we didn't I'm make so a Mucky happy. Bone sequel, or that we we, so we took good. the we 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 took the most interesting part of the movie, which should have been focused on right in the first one, and then actually built it out and built the world and made a sort of cool origin story. Yeah. Um, of this, that is, yeah, that is, in my opinion, even though I'm biased, ten times more interesting than the than the yeah. Monkey Bone movie. Um. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I'm really sold on on the origin of monkey bones. On the origin of monkey bones, like on the origin of species by um, yeah, 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 etc. But uh, um, I'm kind of let like, give, we, let's let's give it another minute or so and just see what we come up with. But um, I'm trying to think of like monkey bone origins, like Wolverine <laughs> origins. Um, but um, monkey bone colon rise of the lichens. Monkey Bone when Harry met Lloyd. Yes. It's like we have to have Monkey Bone in the title. Because if we call it like Downtown, the Downtown <laughs> Monkey Bone Aurelian. Um Monka Bo- Monk- the Monkey Bone Aurelian is really funny. Um un unsearchable, un un SEO. <laughs> no SEO there. There's no way there's no way Monkey Bone Aurelian is gonna show up anywhere on Google. That'll be the first time that is ever put on that word is put on the internet. Uh, which is it's hundred percent your jam. Yeah, hundred percent my jam. Um I don't know how you spell it. Um but uh be Monkey Bone a R R I O N I O N. I think I there might be only be one R in Silmarillion, but I kinda really like it, but if you like the origin of no, Monkey I'm Bone is I'm fine with Monkey Bone Aurelian. But I, <laughs> nobody fucking listens to our show. I'm fine. I've I've cast off my last shackles of trying to do things like re- respectability. So yeah, if if Monkey Bone Aurelian is where the energy is at, let's do it. Also, but I do also like the origin of monkey bone because also the origin of species mm-hmm. deals with like how we evolved from like mm-hmm. like apes and stuff like that. What about so that's also a compromise cool. on the origin of monkey bone Aurelian? <laughs> I don't know. Um, this whole conversation is staying in uh, because I need if we don't use monkey bone Aurelian, um, uh-huh. I want that to be heard um i, I think we should do the origin of monkey bone okay but uh but all right well there you have it then on the origin of monkey bone yeah did we do it we did it this one was fun this one was i didn't think really this was gonna be fun i didn't think this was gonna be fun at all like I, or i thought it was gonna i knew we would have fun but like i thought it was gonna be a rough time i knew as soon as i wrote down the idea for kitty i was like okay we'll at least come up if we do that story we'll at least come up with like some kind of cool pulpy story or something and then the other day i just was like oh silmarillion i wrote that as soon as i wrote that i thought that's probably gonna strike madison that's what we'll do and at that point we oh, can just yeah. be stupid and so it's gonna be a good time but yeah i'm really glad the energy of this episode was what it was and not us slogging through a monkey bone sequel yeah also first prequel did it First who official, knew i think so. monkey bone who knew it check the tapes but i think i mean we've, we've done like prequels with our trilogies like we did uh cats mm-hmm. episode one the mccavity war and uh sky cap little captain and the kids of tomorrow or something a rocky horror truman show is sort of a in co- yeah. in 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 line with the 
it's kind of a requill, which is a really bad yeah. word I've coined for when we do like um, the Snyder cut. You've got male Snyder cut is technically a requel. It's happening at the same time as the original movie. Yeah. Um, but I think this is the first unprompted prequel. So. Mm-hmm. Um, very great. Um, yeah. Well, if we did it, that's credits on another episode of the equalizers. Madison Jones, tell the people where they can find us. People can find us on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and everywhere else podcasts are found by searching the equalizers including um in um those funeral mm-hmm. caskets chocolates that you can get at some halloween stores happy halloween everybody <laughs> i know and only two more months to go you can also get in contact with us to wish us a happy Halloween on Facebook and Twitter at the Equalizers. Our Gmail is equalizers at gmail.com. And we have an Instagram. It is the. I meant coffins. Co- you know, the chocolate coffins. You get- Whatever. Keep going. The underscore equalizer. As always, we spell that E Q U E L I Z E R S like in sequel. Special thanks on our theme tune, Two Step Strut and Go to the Banana Boys. It's off their debut album, Technicolor Girl from Outer Space. You can find them on Instagram, Facebook, and on Twitter by searching The Banana Boys. And as always, that's spelled B-O-Y-E-S, like in, oh yes. Oh yes. Their full album is available on all streaming services now. Real quick. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about coffins think- some more? No. Do you want to talk about the little chocolate co- Anyway. Anyway. Um, do you think Little Monkey Bone on, on Hey Riddle Riddle is a reference to Monkey Bone? Or do you think JPC is just saying do being weird? I think just think that's just being weird. You think he got the words Monkey Bone? Maybe. Like, I don't know. I, I was just thinking about that. Probably somewhere in the psyche just because that movie exists. Maybe. Cool. I'm glad I mentioned this in the episode, not afterwards. <laughs> what are we doing next time? We have a we have a we have a we have a question for uh, John Patrick Cohen, JPC from Hey Riddle Riddle. Have you seen Monkey Bone, or is it is it completely random? We dare you to come on this podcast and let we the people dare know. You. We dare yeah, you yeah. to face the public we with dare these you. answers. I'll include a question in the episode copy. Oh boy. Um, all right well madison what the hell are we doing next time i like i know i just mentioned it this episode but mm-hmm. when i was reading three thousand miles to graceland i was just like this seems like a kind of interesting movie that apparently really flopped um i've been wanting to do about time for a while um that's the one donald um, gleason and rachel mcadams he can travel through time it's by the guy who did love actually mm-hmm <laughs> Okay, so which which one is the time traveler's wife? Is uh, the movie called the Time Traveler's Wife? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm sorry. The real question is, in one of those movies, um, he travels back in time mm-hmm. and has sex with himself as a young man. That is not this movie. It's not that's, this movie. That's okay. like the time traveler's wife or something like yeah. that. Uh, this movie is not that. It's by the guy who did like Love Actually. Oh, okay. Cool. That's I, I know that happens in one of those movies. Sure. It's not this um, one. Unless unless 
consistently every time i've watched this movie i have somehow missed the same missed scene. that part and it's not like what i used to watch um the black was it uh i think it's the black, black mirror hole. no it's like oh. the black hole or something like that and by the movie is so bad but also baffling i was blackout drunk by the exact same point every time i watched it i used to have a bet with that movie where i'd say if you can watch this movie one time and explain to me what is happening i'll pay you 20 dollars. and it turns <laughs> out i every time i watch it, i get blackout drunk f- two minutes before the scene in which dean kane explains exactly what's happening also fuck dean kane this was a while ago i don't watch dean kane movies because that guy sucks I've seen this one. I've stopped watching this I, one because watching it sober is interminable. Um, anyway, uh, we could do three thousand miles to Graceland. That my pick. I was going to pitch for about time, but if you're feeling real strong about doing three thousand miles to Graceland, I'm fine with that. No, we can do three thousand next next time. Uh, let's do about time. Cool. So because I think I I think I I think I mentioned Monkey Bone this time. So like sure. yeah yeah like I was. Time. I was going to insist that I got to pick, but 3,000 Miles to Graceland didn't sound bad enough that I was going to be like, no, mm-hmm. no. Also, yeah. we got a good movie out of this one, so I'm not too angry at this point. Also, I think like there's a lot of like universe stuff in this one that we just did. Like ECU content, I think, probably. Yeah, it's, it'll have to, I mean, it's up to, to sit you, down and but... parse out the, uh, the cosmology of the ECU at this point, because now we have where does where does life and death fit into the um, and Andrew Martin heaven situation? Uh, well, and that's the thing, because then we'd have to decide. We can cut this, but uh, we have to decide <laughs> if Return to Mayberry saving people hunting things is ECU because they have a it's canon ghosts. In, well, but the problem is it's supernatural is now canon if we make it part of the ECU, and they have a very different hell. Mm and death situation conflicting we, we have conflicting to choose, lines yeah we basically have to decide what we want the ecu hell to look like and that movie is canon that we, there we go we need to find a movie that's all i'm saying to decide like, that <laughs> we can we can do what we can't do both because there's two extremely conflicting um yeah of course maybe also i mean maybe we we'll have to decide to... <laughs> with the antichrist being a whale we're gonna have to decide that i mean yeah, yeah. death and hell could be a different and it doesn't matter. Cut this. Uh, it can maybe maybe in about time we'll establish uh, we'll establish ECU hell somehow. Jesus. Well, actually, Jackson might have already tied our hands on that. I think the restitution of Haley. Oh can, yeah. Might tie in. It definitely ties into Money Plane, which is still up well up in the air. Um, on if that's canon or not. We'll have to go back. We'll take a look. I'm I'm starting to come through old episodes to congeal some things for an Avengers idea uh, for mm. three. So I'll keep my ear to the ground on what our hell systems could be, and we'll <laughs> revisit this, I guess. What our hell situation is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, where are we? Do we need to end? So tune in next time for <laughs> about time two. So, for the <laughs> I'm Madison Jones. I'm Mike Knoll. Well, should we uh, come back when you haven't got any company? Or? Oh, well, that would be uh, quite difficult because Tim actually uh, lives here. Really? With you? Yes. Yeah, but no oral sex, I promise you. <laughs> to be continued. First take your favorite leg, and then you kick it up to your chest. 
pump your open palms and then you really start breaking a sweat. That's all there is, that's really it, you barely even gotta move your butt. Come on, man, now follow my lead, and we'll do the two-step strut. Come on, dance with me. 